remember, this is how I recall it. He took a breath and he said, 22 years ago, you took a job so that I could follow my dream of building a business. And you were the stable income. And it wasn't necessarily, you loved your job, but your true potential is in, is in being your own boss. And you put that on hold for 22 years so that you could raise our children, so you could be the stable influence. And he says, and he said, we have two amazing girls and you invested in me. So the way I see this, it's an investment in your business, it's your time. And he just, and I was like, that was the first lesson. That was like, what am I not seeing? Mm. What am I not seeing in this beautiful man? episode 32 of the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast and today I have Dimple Thakra from England. <laughs> we had a we had a beautiful chat and it was a longer interview today because the depth of the story is is quite uh, yeah it was it was quite a quite an in-depth conversation about the journey that Dimple has been on from going you know close to a divorce with her marriage and then you know uh, coming way back from that through the personal development and self-growth journey and she talks in detail about some of the uh, intimate conversations and uh, interventions she's had with Tony at her Platinum Partners event so the the journey that Dimple goes on is is very beautiful and look if you want to if you want to follow Dimple's work I've left her website in the in the show notes it's dimpleglobal.com and she's got a facebook group and and a book that's out as well so i've, I've left links for those and yeah follow follow along with my journey as well i've left the links to my my pages in the show notes and i'm getting some great feedback from people who are now going to upw and things like that um which you know just is a is a massive game changer for me to continue to bring you these beautiful stories so Enjoy this one, and I'll see you next week. Dimple Thakra, welcome to the Tony Robbins Impact Podcast. Hello, hello, Cameron. Thank you so much for having me. We've uh, been trying to line this up for for quite a few weeks now. Yeah. <laughs> being, being over the other side of the world and your busy schedule has made it very tricky, but I'm, I'm glad we finally made it. Yeah, it happened exactly when it was meant to. That's it. exactly right. Um, yeah. So let's get started with, I guess, before we talk about your exposure to Tony Robbins and, and the magic of going to his events. And I know you've been to many now, but before that initial exposure to Tony's work, um, mm. what was, I guess, what was life like for you then? And what, what kind of things were, had happened in your life leading up to this, this uh, exposure to his events? Okay, so life for me prior to Tony, it's like, it's so interesting, but there's literally a distinction between before and after Tony. And um, 
the the distinction is so clear now it it's strange isn't it because if you you don't know what you don't know so life before tony i thought was amazing and you know i had a great job um married for 20 odd years two beautiful daughters and thought i had a fulfilling job and but actually the truth is i wasn't happy i wasn't happy at all um i wasn't happy in my marriage i wasn't happy in myself and while on the surface everything looked perfect two children amazing job um serving other people so my job was uh, i was a dietitian working in the national health service and um, helping people transition from this life to the next with uh, who were dying from motor neuron disease parkinson's so it's a really stressful but fulfilling job and always done really well in in work marriage was um, up and down was a struggle if i'm honest when i look back now and um life at home was not as pretty as the picture that i'd painted on the outside so as soon as we'd close the doors there was lots of arguing there was lots of silence um, the children were uncomfortable with um when I look back now, how painful it must have been for the children, because they had role models of relationship as being something that is a constant tug of war. And we were either fighting or not speaking. And there were moments, and I, and I, I don't want to paint it as such a dark picture, there were moments of amazing intimacy and fun and laughter but I would say that was probably about 20% of the time. So 80% was a struggle because my husband was um, and is a serial entrepreneur. And um, that took its toll. That took its toll because I didn't understand, I didn't understand where he was coming from and why he was working the hours he was. And he didn't understand why I felt frustrated when he was never home. Um, so the truth is, I wasn't speaking my truth and he wasn't speaking his truth. And we didn't know how to do that. And it got to a point where um, I left the National Health Service and set up my own private practice and got a business coach and did really well. I'm the sort of person that whatever I put my mind to, I exceed it really well. The key is putting my mind to it. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and trusting and trusting. I've always actually, the things I've been most successful in life have been when I've trusted my instinct, when I've gone with my heart and my gut feeling. And when I look back, those are the things that I had, like becoming a dietitian, I knew at age 13, I wanted to be a dietitian, like who knows at age 13. Mm -hmm. I knew that I wanted to publish a book and I published this book called Your Food Freedom, all about the most, having the most amazing relationship with food. So 
and that was all because I was anorexic as a child and I didn't want my girls to have um, an unhealthy relationship with food. Hence me becoming a dietitian, hence me studying NLP 15 years ago and developing this perfect model um, to support people through distorted relationship with food. So right back then I had an affinity to relationships and understanding relationships and a craving to have knowledge around that. Yeah. So personal development, even though I didn't realize it, was something that I was already doing, already craving and implementing in my work because all my work was around supporting people in their relationships with their beloveds who are dying prematurely. So there was lots of it, when I look back now, happening, except not in my home. Mm. Yeah. And that was, that was the issue. That's what then my business coach told me about this big guy called Tony Robbins. So I then started... He's not big looking. at all. <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you, when he stood right above you, he's big. <laughs> yeah, especially when it's all perspective. <laughs> yeah. Five foot to two and a half. Yeah, he's big. So what was, uh, what was interesting was then... Um, so she told me about Tony Robbins and I started YouTubing him. Then I watched I'm Not Your Guru. And once again, my intuition kicked in. And I found myself, um, that was January 2017. It's not long ago. And I found myself, universe sending me, UPW, London, 2017, April. Wow. And at that time, my husband and I had decided that we were planning our divorce like a business strategy. We were like, we're done. We can't continually hurt each other. There was so much love in the relationship but we just had not got a clue how to communicate with each other, how to understand each other, and foremost, how to keep each other happy. We just, I was miserable, he was miserable, his business was okay, and you know, we were successful, but when we look back now to how we are now and then, it was okay. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, we hadn't realized our potential. And, um, you know, we kind of, I was very much driven by certainty, very much driven by needing to know where we were and what we were doing. And he's not, he's very, he's the opposite. We're two opposite extremes. So he's very spontaneous and doesn't really have a plan. And, you know, when I look back now, I used to say, well, what, you just wing life and, you know, but he lived in uncertainty. Had he was able to live in a higher level of uncertainty, and therefore his business grew, his life grew because he was all about the infinite possibilities. Yeah. So, whereas I was controlled by the possibilities, you know, and the impossibilities. Mm. When I look back now, and yeah, I was the coach, and I was the one coaching people, and frustrated as hell by not knowing where my husband is going to be next week and not knowing where we were going to be next week and mm. 
uh, you know, all that. Was and, all of that um, highlighted at that first UPW or was this, did you sort of realise uh, it earlier? N- no, what happened at, no, it wasn't highlighted then. Um, <laughs> interesting. Good, great question. What happened, so I went to the first UPW and of course I bought the best ticket and I was near, right near the front and um, probably day two they talk about the Platinum Partnership and for those of you who don't know Platinum Partnership is an elite group of um, people that travel for 12 months around the world on all of Tony's events he also does three other Platinum only events and that year they were advertising an event called Relationship in Maui and bearing in mind that my husband and I, just to, just to clarify, we, had, um, we were 22 years into our marriage and we decided that we were planning our divorce like an exit strategy for a business. So on our 25th wedding anniversary, we would be divorced. We were planning how we were going to split finances, how we were going to manage the children, because at that point, our eldest daughter would be almost an adult. She'd be 18 that year. So, uh, sorry, our youngest daughter. So, um, and it's so interesting. The truth comes out of the babe, out of the mouth of babes. Our youngest daughter is constantly telling us to stop arguing, and what are you arguing for? And it's ridiculous. And you know, like she could see the truth, and so many times she was upset with this. And then I found her role modeling how I was speaking to her father really disrespectfully. Uh, it's awful when I look back now. And so um, at the first, to answer your question, at the first UPW, the breakthrough for me was um, understanding that I had a lot of blind spots, that I couldn't see them yet. But that for me was the biggest breakthrough, having the awareness of what am I not seeing what am I not seeing in this moment? What are the things that are holding me back? And the other breakthrough in that moment was, whose fault is it? Who am, who's to blame? And it's interesting because I'm using words um, purposefully because at that point, that's how I felt. There was yeah. somebody to blame and whose fault is it? And the realization in that moment was that I was to blame and it was my fault. It wasn't him. But I didn't know what it was that I was to blame for. That makes sense. It was the first yeah. step of change. So, um, so UPW 2017, they advertised Platinum Partnership, Relationship. And I was literally guided to that table. It was like I was possessed. I signed up. Um, Signed up seven months into my business. Not got a clue how I was going to pay for it. All in. All in. (laughs) (laughs) Like, this is how I do my life. I just go, jump all in. And... So midnight on the Thursday, Friday, Friday, I think it was, 
I rang my husband up, bearing in mind the situation that we were at. And I rang him up and I said to him, I've done something really crazy. And he said, it's midnight. And he's been traveling all around the world, right? So he's exhausted because he's been working with his business. And he's exhausted. And he said to me, Dimple, whatever it is, we can deal with it. Just tell me. He said, I'm so tired right now. I can't even comprehend what's going on. Just tell me, right? So I said to him, listen, please, please, please do not shout at me. Don't. And like, he never shouts. I was just more scared. Just like, oh, shit, he's just going to go mad, right? And so I just said to him, I've joined something called Platinum Partnership. And it is, and at this, that time, it is 75,000 US dollars. Just vomited it out. You know? <laughs> like, and I remember, this is how I recall it. He took a breath and he said, 22 years ago, you took a job so that I could follow my dream of building a business. And you were the stable income. And it wasn't necessarily, you loved your job, but your true potential is in, is in being your own boss. And you put that on hold for 22 years so that you could raise our children, so you could be the stable influence. And he says, and he said, we have two amazing girls and you invested in me so the way i see this it's an investment in your business it's your time and he just and i was like that was the first lesson that was like what am i not seeing mm. what am i not seeing in this beautiful man mm. um, and he said we'll just make it happen and i had no clue what it would mean to travel for so long like the logistics of doing that year were insane while running like a that, business as well yeah while running a business while having a young family um while my husband's running a business while knowing that i had never traveled on my own ever on a plane i was scared to travel alone because i had a fear of getting lost like i couldn't even go to the bathroom in a restaurant without the kids having to come and find me because I would literally get lost coming out of the restroom. Like, <laughs> I hadn't anticipated, I didn't know where places were in the world, like, to even know that it was going to be so far that it was, like, and the cost of all that and the cost of tying. And, and, uh, and then the second piece was I had to get him to relationship because relationship was the only place the only platinum partnership event that you're allowed to bring your partner because obviously mm. it's relationship. And this event is run every two years. So I was like, I need to do this event. So anyway, <laughs> I'm actually out of breath because I'm like reliving how I felt mm. in that moment, you know, yeah. like how the anxiety. Do, how does it feel to, to talk about it again and, and to go through, you know, like some of these things take a lot of strength, like looking back now, 
you're talking about them, but at the time, having the strength to say it it was actually not his fault, having the strength to make that decision to go to to do platinum partners and like having the strength to tell him that nah, like all of those things would have uh been you know very big 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 things and it it yeah when you look back at them sometimes they don't feel as big but how does yeah how does it feel to talk about it now i still have the anxiety in my stomach as i talk about it now Mm. i still have the same feelings of like holy maloney that was huge (laughs) and now with hindsight I am so grateful that I had the courage to do that because my life now, I am living a life that I hadn't even dreamt of. Like, you know how some people say they want to live their dream life? Like this life I'm living, I didn't even dream was, like it wasn't even on my radar, you know? Yeah. <laughs> was Was that, let's talk about that event because... I believe that was the event where you had kind of the biggest moment in your Tony Robbins journey. Is that right? The relationship? No. The relationship. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Not yeah, the, yeah. the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. So that was huge. Cause that's where we had our intervention. It was a two hour intervention with Tony and it was, mm. Oh my God. Just you and your husband. husband. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It was mainly me. Uh, and uh, I mean, I can. Shall we go on to that? I can talk about that. Yeah, now. yeah. Let's let's yeah. talk about that. What? How did it come about? And and what was the reasoning behind it? I guess it being such a long sort of process. And what what was the outcome as well? That would... Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So great questions. Yes. Let me let me preframe what happened before the event just to help understand the dynamics to help you understand the outcome um so i had gone to two three of tony's events before we got to the relationship so i'd already started in my platinum year i did 14 events so 14 events around the world so you can imagine i was literally packing and unpacking and building a business uh in like every 10 days i was packing and unpacking so it was quite a challenge so the relationship event was in october 2017 oh just let me say the first time i met tony and actually had a picture with him and shook his hand and and connected with him was actually on my birthday 2017 so that was a great birthday gift um so coming back to relationship october 2017 and i said to my husband look this relationship is coming up it's in hawaii that was one of my bucket list places and um so i was like hey we get to go to hawaii and it just turns out that it's exactly this is how the universe works It, it was at exactly the same time as my husband's um, first trade show at a business that he had just bought. So he was this brand new CEO of a big business and he had to choose 
whether he goes to their biggest trade show, so in France, or he goes to Maui, like letting down a substantial number of people, heading up this brand new business. Mm. So does he choose work or does he choose love? Mm. He chose love. Yeah, and well, he came, yeah, lesson number two. Yeah. And he came to Maui. And bearing in mind, he has never, like, he doesn't know who Tony Robbins is. He's never been to an event. He thinks his wife's joined a cult, but it's making her happy. So <laughs> if, yeah. if the big guy's making her happy, he's happy for her to go. Because really, all he cares about is if he can't make her happy and this guy can, some he just wants his wife to be happy. Just just quickly, in between that first UPW and this moment, had your yes. relationship changed? Yes. So we had started to I was happier. Yeah. I was happier. So although it wasn't brilliant, I was starting to uh understand my own psychology and understand my own issues and start looking within rather than blaming outside of me mm -hmm. yeah. yeah so definitely it yeah. had started to improve so for him cool. he's like okay so here's the piece it had started to improve in pockets yeah so it wasn't all the time it was in pockets bursts of so where before we were like having say 20 percent where it was improved it was moving more to 30 percent but yeah. in bursts rather than consistently. Mm -hmm. And then he made this decision at, at, the, at this point. Yeah. It, yes. So we went, bearing in mind, we had a 13-year-old um, in the house and going through her puberty, 13-year-old horrendousness, which we all, I mean, she just, that's, she just, that's her hormones. So we had to find somebody to look after her and so uh, and we'd be away for almost two and a half weeks and so it was a big ask to find somebody so i got my father to come and stay it wasn't the best decision my husband i mean we love him um but he's he's a man and he doesn't know how to cook he doesn't know how to you know he it it's just he's all he's had to think about himself because that i lost my mom um, 22 years ago so he's had to think about himself for that whole time so he's not really used to caring for somebody so anyway that was just the, the solution so we 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 get to Maui day one uh, Tony Tony asks who in the room doesn't want to be here and he Tony asks with a, with his arm behind his back you know like you've been twisted uh, you know you've been dragged here kind of thing and three people stand up in the room my husband's one of them i nearly die of embarrassment because in front of all my beautiful platinum partner friends you know totally filled with significance yeah. me filled with significance yeah. going how dare you embarrass me like in front of everybody and 
split with, oh my God, I'm so proud of this man for standing up for who he is. And I'm so proud that he doesn't care who he's stood in front of. He's more about being firm in who he is. So like I was blown away with that. And then Tony looks him straight in the eye, man to man. And he says, he looks at him respectfully and he pauses and he takes a breath and he feels his soul. And he says, I, I see you. All I ask of you is to have an open mind and an open heart. And because he paused and because he looked at my man, man to man, and looked at him with honour and respect, Atul said to him, okay, I can do that for you. I can do that. And that was the first contact he'd had with Tony. And... My, my hallucination in that moment is, and Atul may say something different, what I felt in that moment was that Atul had um, realised respect for Tony. He had realised the credibility of the man and so therefore was, able, was open to having an open mind. It wasn't, it's interesting, it wasn't about what Tony thought of Atul. It was about what Atul thought of Tony. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. it was interesting. It because empowered they thought, him to show up, right? To yes, be present. Yes, yeah. to be present and also to have respect for Tony. Because in that moment, it was about Tony gaining with Atul's credibility. Yeah. Which, you know... Yeah. And it was such a powerful moment because also I felt it was about two human beings. It doesn't matter who you are in this world. It's about two human beings connecting. And what was so humbling was that Tony realized the importance of connecting with him. It, it wasn't about status. It wasn't about who you were. It, they could have been two guys in a bar connecting. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It, it was a beautiful moment. So then yeah. the whole day, day one went beautifully. And Atul really was present and took loads of notes. And I was really proud. And then in the evening, we had a huge argument. <laughs> We're in relationship in Maui with all my friends and we have a huge argument. And it was all because of me. And it was all, when I look back, it was all because of my significance because Atul wanted to go to bed because he had been, again, traveling the world before that and was exhausted. And I, I was upset that he went to bed and wasn't being the perfect husband with my platinum partner friends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was being tr true and honest and I was playing the bullshit so the next day I was so mad with him and I asked him to sit completely in a separate place to me I didn't want him anywhere near me and I sat on the front row with my friends 
totally in yeah. significance with me, me being significant, not them. Uh, certainty driven, all my friends around me, he didn't know anybody. Like, seriously, I'd spent several um, uh, events prior to that, getting to know these people, building relationships. I'm the queen of relationships, that's what I do. And so he, um, he didn't know anybody and day two went on. He spent all of day two trying to comfort me and I was really upset and I was pushing him away constantly. Anyway, half past 10 at night, the event's nearly finished. Tony's done 10 hour day. He sat at the back of the room. We had a live speaker at the front of the room and um, she had finished. Her name was Esther Perel, amazing relationship speaker. She had finished and asked for comments. I stood up and said, thank you, Esther. So we don't, so you're telling us we don't have to forgive. Oh my God. Boy, did I say the wrong words. Or did I? The universe meant me to say those words. Mm. Because, because as I said them, I was justifying my behavior. Yeah. and my actions about what I had done all day. And so one point to me, I don't have to forgive my husband. And the truth is what she was referring to was a beautiful soul in the audience who was talking about a man who had raped her. Mm. And, and this man that had raped her, she was taught, she had actually learned to forgive. Wow. And as I sat down, I felt the hairs on the back of my neck stand up as I felt Tony's energy in the back of the room. He was pissed. He was so pissed because he did not want the whole room to believe that you don't have to forgive. And he got up. Like this was the end of the day. Half past ten at night, we were exhausted. We'd been at it since nine in the morning. Tony was exhausted, but this is the power and the gift of this man to serve. He got up and he came from the back of the room and he pounded down the aisle and it felt like fee, fi, fo, fom. You can imagine this huge giant and he stopped halfway down the aisle and he served the beautiful lady who had talked about being raped and dealt with her. It took him five minutes to sort out what he needed to with her. And then he roared, where is Dimple? And I literally, the hairs on the back of my neck stood up as I stood up slowly, it was like slow-mo, you know when you remember it, it's like, and he came down and he faced me. And as I stood up, it was like this huge horse head came at me and stood over me and then roared at me. 
for about 45 minutes. But here's the other lesson, the third lesson. Within two minutes of Tony roaring at me, I mean, there were plats in the room that had been platinum partners for over 15 years who said they hadn't seen Tony with this intensity before. And I want to make clear in this point, there was no, at any point in this intervention, there was no time that I felt unsafe or threatened. I felt completely safe in Tony's hands. I knew what he was doing was for my interest. It wasn't a comfortable place for him, but he was doing what needed to be frigging done. So I want to make that really clear at this point that his intent, his integrity was so honorable at this point. So coming back to the story, Tony started to match my energy, which was very masculine. He was matching me with masculine. My beautiful man from nowhere appeared. And he appeared with his chest out. And he appeared with his chest out forcefully with his energy towards Tony. What do you think he was doing? What was he doing, Cameron? What do you think my man was doing? He Match. was... What do you think? What was his instinct doing? I'm his wife, I'm his lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, man. protecting you from... Ex yeah, bigger and energy, yeah. Yeah, exactly. He didn't care what had gone on. His instinct was to protect, right? Mm. Here's the piece. And this was a like drop the mic moment for me. I didn't notice him. I didn't notice him coming to protect me. It took for Tony Robbins to tell you to stop what he was doing with me, to turn to my beautiful man and say, Is this the man you're talking about not forgiving? And I mm. said, I just, I didn't say anything, I just nodded because I was frozen. And he said, I've seen more courage in this man with this peace than you have ever showed in your life. I've seen more courage in his little finger. And he put his arm around him and he said, I fucking love this brother. I adore this man for the strength he's shown me. He's come here to protect you against the big bad wolf. He's ready to take me down for you. Mm. It was that moment that I I've went, got goosebumps. It's like that's uh yeah, incredibly powerful. It like I've got goosebumps because every time I say this story, I relive it because I think, oh my 
God, what else am I not seeing mm. in this moment? Ladies, what are we not seeing? Yeah. What are we not seeing? Guys, what are we not seeing? What am I blind to? Because the very thing that I was after was right there in front of me. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't seen it. How many other times have you protected me and I've not seen it? Yeah. How many other times had he been there for me and I hadn't not only not seen it, but not acknowledged it? Yeah. How, how many times had I not only not seen it, not acknowledged it, but put him down? Hmm. How many I... times had I not seen him, not acknowledged him, put him down and not seen the truth? Because what does Tony say? The truth will set you free. Yeah. And that was the whole point of this intervention was for me to see the truth. Tony had to match my energy. Imagine what my energy must have been like for him to have matched it at that level. Mm. Pretty strong. The, yeah. The gift of the man to have the, uh, the courage to match me yeah. in front of 400 people, to not care what those 400 people will think, to not care what those 400 people will think about me, but to be more of service to me, because he could see beyond the masculine. He could see me. He could see my feminine truth. He could see the love that was in my heart. He could see what I couldn't see. He could see the love that was in my heart that I wasn't allowing to love myself, let alone anybody else. And he had the courage to do it. It's like he, he knew that's the lesson you needed. Maybe. Yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. It's 100%. so powerful. And I, just how, I love how elegantly you have just shared your reflection from this period of your life and how you've outlaid the lessons because sometimes we can even miss the lessons. Sometimes the lessons come in life and we don't even get those. And that that's like, well, where, where do you go from there? So exactly. it's so beautiful exactly. how you've, you've been through this period, you know, you've gone all in with something that you didn't know how you were going to, do it and then you know like going through that with your husband in a very difficult time you know getting him to go to a foreign country with you (laughs) and then him essentially tony highlighting that he was he actually needed to be there for you not he wasn't just tagging along he needed to be there for you Yes. Yeah, and yes. it's it's such a powerful story. Such a powerful story. Yeah. It's it, and and the power of the story is in the reflection and the learning because the work that Tony did in the, that 2 hours that he spent with me I honor and respect and value that work every day because his work isn't in vain. I now support and help other um entrepreneurs married entrepreneurs resolve their marriage issues and my whole work is based on this one intervention that's Mm. the power and the honor 
of that intervention. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That is like what Tony saw in me, I now see in, in couples. My whole aim in my life now is to reduce the divorce rate. It's 50% globally. My aim and purpose in life now is to reduce, my mission is to reduce divorce rate to 25%. Because I believe there are some divorces, some marriages that should never have happened. But there are a heck of a lot of marriages that can be saved. Children can be saved of being the product of divorce because the statistics show that if you are a product of a divorced family, you're more likely to get divorced. If you get divorced, you're more likely to become divorced again and again. It's painful and it's mm-hmm. unnecessary. I was listening to a podcast this morning, um, a YouTube video this morning of a, a young lady who's like super famous, like she's called Stardust and she just, she was talking about how she split with her husband it so could have been saved had we had she known the tools and the strategies on how to communicate with the opposite sex in with respect mm. with honor with value and therefore getting what you need as a woman to be heard to be felt to be seen to be loved to be taken care of mm. this beautiful man that i walk this path of life with my beautiful husband he takes care of me and I hadn't even noticed. Mm. He honors me every day and I hadn't even noticed. Too and because you energy. hadn't noticed, was that where the problems were coming from? 100%. Mm. 100%. A lot I of people call could relate it... to this uh, listening. Yeah. So, so listen in because obviously you're now an expert in this field. So, yeah, you know. It, just and I, I mean I now have celebrity clients that I support with this. Um and the point is that intervention went on for two hours. I learned my truth, I understood, I literally have taken that intervention piece by piece. I now speak about it on stages around the world. Um my um third book, my second book was number one bestseller. Um went to number one bestseller in three hours of being released in between the Dalai Lama and Oprah Winfrey, super proud of that book, When the Goddess Calls. And that's all about 22 women's spiritual growth and awakening. So it's a beautiful book. My first book is all about relationship with food, your food freedom. And my third book that I'm writing now is called The Power of She. And it's all around empowering women and my next um, project is called um, Boobs and Balls. So it's all around ha- um, handing back your guys' family jewels. Let's stop demasculating men. Mm. Let's, you know, take back your balls, guys. Take back the family jewels. Yeah. And women, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's incredible getting back it? that it's mask that masculine masculine energy. it's actually it's... needed in the world and i really can relate to that personally and also just observing others um there's like a, sh- a trend towards this really soft guy and yes. uh, i was always like yeah that's really cool 
and I'm, I'm having a few realizations recently with interviewing people on this podcast who have been to date with destiny. And yes. they're, like, they're like, no, <laughs> no men need to be men. And it's uh, yeah, exactly what you're saying. So it, it's exactly work. that we're having a whole generation where think about it two gen just two generations ago grandparents they had distinct roles in relationships didn't they the man went out to provide and the woman stayed at home and nurtured and took care of the family yeah distinct roles now what's happening in this generation is women don't need a man to provide financially for them anymore because we're equal in the, in the world of finance, in the world of work. And men don't need a woman to take care of them because they can leverage that work out. They can get a maid, they can get a cook, they can, whatever, yeah? And so what is the purpose of relationship now? What is, why do we have relationships? What's the outcome? What is the outcome? That's such a, a brilliant point such a brilliant is, yeah i mean seriously what do we, you think is the it's outcome? like we it's like the, those hierarchies and structures were there for a reason i've just realized as you're talking <laughs> and yeah. they're not there anymore they're not they're much. not yeah. except our 20 million old brains are still designed to the need those things so yeah. what's happening is Relationship, the purpose of relationship now is actually, it's a beautiful time that we live in. The purpose of relationship is now love. We go into relationships for love. And it's a beautiful time. Except because women have taken on male role models in the workplace, they have risen in their masculine in the workplace, thinking that that is where their power is. And so we've all been in a boardroom where we've been um, around a masculine woman where she's suited and booted and she's demasculating men left, right and center, shooting them down and literally stripping them of their balls. Yes. And men are left feeling disempowered. And we've also been in a boardroom where a woman has been in a pure feminine and there is not one man in the room that can't do enough for her. And this is not manipulation. This is being about in your authentic self. We have masculine and feminine in us. All of us do. We're talking about energy here, masculine and feminine energy. Okay. Now, it's about being in your authentic balance. So in that intervention, when I look back now, I was operating in probably about 80% masculine and 20% feminine. And I was having severe physical pain on a daily basis in my neck because of it. After that intervention, I had had physio, all sorts, look at my, like nothing was going. I had severe, like, it was like a fixed, pain where I couldn't move my head literally after that intervention the neck pain went because I started to operate in my true self which was around 80% feminine mm. 
and 20% masculine. That's my authentic self. I'm not suggesting that's that for every woman or every man. I'm not suggesting that. What I'm saying is if you're having pain and it feels uncomfortable and you are uncomfortable, ask yourself the question, are the decisions you're making in life, are they, do they firstly feel right for you in your heart? And secondly, are they for the greater good of others? These are two questions I live my life by now and I was gifted to gifted them by a beautiful reading of um, Deepak Chopra and his work. And it was all around, does this feel right in your heart? And is this for the greater good of others? So as a man, when you're making a decision about your relationship, are you doing it to please her and going against what feels right in your heart and for the greater good of the relationship? And if, that is the, if the answer to that question is, yes, you're doing it to please her, it doesn't feel right for you. It's a wrong decision. Yeah. You could use that que those questions in... Everything. Every area of life. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful questions. And um, Every area. And I do now. Yeah. I, that's how I live my life. Yeah. That's powerful. And, and, um, and yeah. And so I now teach about operating in your true feminine mm. and about operating in your true masculine and the balance of both. Don't get me wrong. I'm a successful businesswoman. I now globally speak on stage about this. I globally speak in the media about this. <coughs> Excuse me. And I coach one-to-one -one clients. VIP clients, a small group of VIP clients, and I do group masterminds about this now. I also yeah. have online um, programs. I'm just launching my first eight weeks online from pain to pleasure, which is going to be it's a beautiful program that people can do to get some of these tools and strategies that I'm talking about to mm. save marriages. Because what I was finding is I can't reach the numbers I want to doing one-to-ones. So. Yeah. That's, While we're on this topic, uh, yeah, where, where can people find your your work? Oh well, so I, I put the book links in the episode show notes for everyone listening. And amazing, uh, thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no worries. And where where else can people find your? So I my webpage uh, website is dimpleglobal.com. As simple as that, dimpleglobal.com. And I will soon to be launching Ask Dimple. Dot com. So go to dimpleglobal.com first. Askdimple.com is coming. That's going to be a platform where you can just ask me questions directly. And myself and my team will be um, keeping that up to date. So that's, that's coming. I'm super excited for that. Uh, and for now, dimpleglobal.com. I also have the most amazing tribe in Facebook called the Love Tribe. I love this tribe and that is where you're going to get loads of free content on improving your relationship. So I'll give you the link for that as well. And that's where I post all my events or, and you get exclusive um, gifts and offers and all that. No, that's just my amazing. I might join. <laughs> yes, please do. It would be yeah. an absolute honor to have you. Absolute honor. Yeah. It's um, I love the group. I love it. And, and literally my word is love. So yeah, as you can imagine. So, um, and so as I was saying, 
Ladies, I am not saying that you don't use your masculine. You absolutely do. What you do is you operate at what's comfortable for you. Does it feel right? Is your body feeling right about it? Are you actually stepping into your feminine curves and operating from that space is what I'm saying. So, yes, I use my masculine at times. Yes, I have to get the, the job done. Of course I do. Because you have to be focused at times. I'm a successful businesswoman. I have to be focused. But I also use my, my feminine power, which is far more powerful, ladies. We are the nurturers. We are the people that give birth. We give life. Yeah? The men around us are there to support us and serve us to the optimum. But, and a big but here, ladies, we have to make sure that we honor and respect and value these beautiful, strong men that are put on this earth to walk this life with us. My man chooses to walk the path side by side with me. I spend every day honoring this beautiful man, every day. And as a result, my beautiful girls who are now 21 and 15 speak with such honor and respect to their father just fills my heart with joy because as a result his business has taken off a hundredfold my business has taken off and this is the power of this work for those one percent who are prepared to invest in relationship what they don't realize is that relationship is the foundation of life mm. if you take care of that foundation the house of life that you build on will be strong for 22 years my husband and i didn't take care of the foundation and we kept building this house and it kept falling mm. why because the foundation was crumbling yeah every single person that i work with their businesses explode why because their foundation of love is taken care of mm. that's beautiful and uh, i can really relate to that um it's it's super powerful work that you obviously do now uh, from all of your revelations and the i guess the things you've overcome with your husband um just so incredible and the fact that you're pouring all of your energy now into that into into your business is uh is really magical and look this conversation went way deeper than i thought it was going to go <laughs> And obviously Tony's work has had such a profound impact on your life. And you, you touched on something just before about how the relationship is, has to be strong for the, uh, you know, for the house to be strong and, yes. and, and relating that to business. And I feel like it's the same with personal development in general. And half the reason I do this podcast is to try and just get people to see that a thousand dollars for a ticket, to UPW is worth probably 20 or more. And that's yeah. just one event, you know, like he does many and every time you go, you're becoming more valuable. So if you're seeing this as just a financial outlay, yeah. you'll get, yeah. you'll get it back plus, plus many more. Um, oh my God. I, people, it's brilliant, Cameron, that you've mentioned uh, investment. Brilliant, because people say to me, Dimple, how much have you spent on personal development in the last two years? 
right? Seriously, how much have you spent? Okay, so not only have I done Tony, but I do a lot of other people as well. And I am committed to doing personal development daily. So I'm committed to learning something daily, okay? Um, people say, well, how do you fit it in? Well, when I drive, I listen to things. When I am getting ready, I listen to things. My children now listen to things. My, uh, as a family, we did Date with Destiny in Australia on my youngest daughter's 14th birthday. Imagine having that kind of information. So in terms of investments, I have invested over the last two years well over 200,000 US dollars, well over. Yeah. Would I say it's worth it? How much is my marriage worth? Mm. It would have cost me that to get divorced and the pain and the heartache. What's, what's my marriage worth? It's priceless. Yeah. Not only that, but the fact that my children will never get divorced either. They will have successful marriages because they have the tools and the strategies to learn how to communicate with the opposite sex. They have great role models. My husband and I are great role models for others. I am not saying it's perfect. I don't expect it to be perfect. We work on our marriage daily. There are times when we have issues. Of course we do, but they don't last as long. And I liken a relationship to the ocean. The woman is, the feminine is the ocean. And there are calm waters and there are storms. And you never quite know what's going to happen on that day, in that moment. And the masculine energy is the ship and the captain of that ship and how he chooses to stand firm through the storm or whether he chooses to be capsized and become the ocean. And so there are always going to be storms. There are even going to be tsunamis. Even a woman, a feminine energy, has no control over the storms and the tsunamis. All the calm waters, the key is for the ship to learn how to manage each and every one of those and to stand firm and focused on the horizon mm. and keep that focus. And really, that's the principle of what I teach. Those are the principles. Those are the gifts. I also do energetic healing because often there are um, DNA and shifts that need to happen on an energetic level. That's a whole other woo-woo story. <laughs> that might be a we, bit deep for your we audience. Might, we might have to... No, no, that's deep is good, but we might have to um, wrap it up, unfortunately. Yes. But that, that uh, is a beautiful metaphor that you've just used the i love that and um Can look it's been to that i'm i'm oh, curious camera yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, it's also similar to life in general with there's you know the tsunamis come the the storms come and uh and i just i think with personal development it's like you can weather the storm a lot stronger. The the storms last not as long. There's like exactly. You know, There's so many things. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 the reason for it is the personal development. What it does is it helps you anticipate, and it teaches you how to drive and steer the ship. 
it teaches you all the controls, how they work, how to shift them two millimeters and when, and, and therefore you manage everything. I mean, my husband and I still have arguments, of course we do, but very few and far between, and they only last an hour instead of weeks and months. Mm. Why? Because we choose love over being right. That's mm. why. Yeah, beautiful. Mm. Beautiful. So, I'm so happy to hear that. And um, I've, got, I've got one final question for you before, I, yes. before we go. And it's something I ask everyone on the, on the podcast and I get some fascinating answers. So if you had to leave this world and you're with your loved ones for the final time, what piece of advice, guidance, or a quote would you share with them? I would say to them, thank you so much for the most amazing journey, the gifts, the laughs, the joy, the lessons, and I'll see you on the other side. <laughs>